0: Welcome to Comic Book Fight Club. The Surgeon General has determined that the following show has no socially redeeming value and preliminary test results on a control group of fanboys has indicated that it may be carcinogenic. Please be advised that this podcast will use prolific amounts of saucy language and thoroughly unpolitically correct imagery. Despite appearances to the contrary, the participants of this roundtable are not completely horrible, horrible human beings. They simply have no filters. Regardless, it is not recommended that you listen to this podcast if you are pregnant, nursing, intend to become pregnant, vegan, have a history of mental disorder, heart disease, diabetes, or think Twilight might be cool. I mean, really, an apex predator that sparkles in direct sunlight? Give me a break. And on a final note, fuck Batman.
1: Mm,
0: Let's get
2: Greetings and welcome back to Comic Book Fight Club. I'm Gene Hendricks, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mister Jeff Fishman. How you doing? Ahoy, hoy! And we have our usual expert roundtable. Yeah, <laughs> experts.
3: We're just round. <laughs> Take your pick. Pretty mm.
2: big table. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as you heard, we have back with us uh, Mr. Chris Tyler, the hair mill hero.
3: Rock and roll, people. Let's do this. We
2: also have uh, Sean Strain back from uh, his banishment after the last episode.
1: Greetings and salutations.
2: And our uh, new victim, I mean, uh, roundtable member this time, is Dr. Bill Robinson. I'm tired of these motherfucking
4: snorks on this motherfucking show. <laughs> 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 just sing along with them bill <laughs> Snorks. why did it have to be snorks
3: <laughs> you said that with too much enthusiasm
4: <laughs>
3: snorks why all right now
2: be... believe it or not guys we actually do have an email from our last episode on unicron versus galactus
0: what did that asshole have to write about
2: <laughs> well, this is from our good buddy, Mister Luke of uh, Oh, Jesus! Yes. Yeah, so, well, it, yeah. As as
0: hero knows, this is gonna take uh, a little bit of time. So, what are you saying? That like only our friends get on this show. We don't bring any outsiders in, and then only our other friends write into the show. Or we're just doing this for our own pleasure.
4: It's just it, a big incestuous circle. Yeah. If you're not
3: of the body, you can't be on the show. Not the body. Are you of the body?
0: I think I can get on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway Luke writes
2: quantum casters sorry guys Galactus beating Unicron I don't think so Brr! Galactus may be a unique and singularly ancient member of the universe created by the big bang devourer of worlds yada 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 Unicron is a god full stop
3: you can't yada 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 Galactus
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did once but I was very sore for the rest of the weekend Ooh. nothing Really? Nothing on that? No, nothing. <laughs>
2: that sucks. Speaks for itself. I'm emotion Duh! I'm emotionally dead after the last episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> Luke continues. Not one of these quote unquote gods like Thor who gets beaten up by guys like Wrecker, depending on the whim of the author. Unicron is the god of uncreation, the god of chaos. Whatever Primus wrought, Unicron shall eventually destroy. And not just this universe, but all the multiverse through which he can travel at will. I'm almost sorry that Nero is not here to hear this. He was the only one that was going
0: for Unicron, wasn't he? That's
3: why he had to die!
0: <laughs> That's why That's we why kicked him off! Yeah, we rotated him out. <laughs> Emphasis on rotate. <laughs>
4: Does that mean I'm the Grateful Dead drummer? I'm in the hot seat?
2: (laughs) As such, Unicron does not need to feed on planetary energy to recharge. He simply exists. He does have his MacGuffin, the Autobot Matrix of Leadership, but so does Galactus, the ultimate nullifier. So to me, that's a wash. Galactus may consume planets, but by my reading of Fantastic Four comics, as well as knowledge learned through the Fantasticast tells us that it takes a long time for him to do this. Unicron would not sit idly by and let this happen. Unicron, on the other hand, devoured the planet Lithone in a matter of minutes, and that was without bringing his full power to bear, as most beings with any Cybertronian heritage are generally stronger in their primary form, not their alternate form. So unless Galactus has the Matrix hidden away in his chest, Unicron will eventually outlast Big Purple and defeat him.
3: My girlfriend can't outlast Big Purple. (laughs)
4: Did I say that out loud? Is that what you're calling it nowadays? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Luke continues on. As
2: far as Harold, sure, Silver Surfer or Terax or the Frankie Ray Nova or whomever could go toe-to-toe with Galvatron, despite the height difference. I'll grant that. But can they go toe-to-toe with Galvatron and Cyclonus, and Scourge, and the Sweeps, and I don't know, the entirety of the loyalist Decepticon Legions, including Tripticon, the Army of Combiners, the Triple Changers, etc? Silver Surfer's incredibly powerful and tough, and I'm a huge fan, but there comes a time when literally hundreds upon hundreds of giant, maniacal, durable, warlike machine men all armed with weapons of war will simply sweep over him, and that's considering More mentally stable heralds like Hook, Line, and Sinker, or the Beast Wars Neo-trio of, and I have no idea how to pronounce these things, Eliphacora, Rattorata, and Dracron.
4: Klaatu That too. God bless you.
2: Just my opinion anyway. Thanks, Luke.
5: Well, as Snoop Dogg said, Luke is like a big fat dick. Uh...
3: I mean he makes some good points, but at the end of the day, it's it's still it's still big G for me.
0: You back, Jeff? Yeah, I don't know what fucking happened. All of a sudden I was gone, I had to disconnect and get back on. What did he say? He <laughs> said <that> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's nothing new. What was the uh, so what was his email? His email was
2: basically Unicron is a god, Galactus can suck it.
0: <laughs> it's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me for paraphrasing. <laughs> Complete. Yes. So did you guys tell him it was bullshit, so I don't need to chime in? Yeah, basically. All right, good. Okay.
1: I even
2: point Snoop Dogg. Yes, Sean was very eloquent on that point. Yes. So why don't we head on to our
0: first match,
2: now that Skype is up and recording and everything.
0: <laughs> what do you want for a free podcast? No, one, <laughs> no one's getting paid here. There's no compensation. In fact, there's a hundred other things I can do with my time. But this is more fun.
2: <laughs> All right, so first up this time, we're going to start off with Hellblazer versus Mephisto. I had the Mephisto write up, so I'll just go right into that. And I am pulling this from the uh Yeah, I know you're pulling it. I can uh-huh. see you through the window.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh.
2: From the official handbook of the Marvel Universe role playing game edition. <sighs>
0: You pulled that out of the closet, right? Back no, actually, back. I
2: downloaded it.
0: Oh, you did? <laughs> I, yeah, don't think, I... I
2: don't think I had this this particular entry.
0: Yeah, I got the box set. I, I I could probably read it back to you verbatim. <laughs> God, that was a fun game. Oh yeah, we got to play that again sometime.
4: <laughs> I used to have that years ago. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: I can or, I can give you a website where they have every single book ever published for it in PDF. Really? Yes.
4: I think I think I already got those. I picked them up recently. My my the internet fairy brought them to me. Say. <laughs> Bing and so you shall have <laughs> <All> <laughs> That's right. just what I always wanted. <laughs> <Holy shit>. <laughs> <laughs> now I just need time to do it. Anyway.
2: So Mephisto is the ruler of an extra dimensional plane whose origin is unknown. Mephisto refers to his plane as Hell or Hades, even though it is not the Hell of the Christian religion or the Hades ruled by Pluto. He calls his land Hell in order to exploit the fears of humans who believe in one single entity of absolute evil. In the past, he has used a number of different names associated with devils and demons, and he even has allowed some people to think he is Satan. Mephisto's plane is inhabited by the souls of dead people that Mephisto has captured. He places the souls, their astral bodies, in the bodies of demons and makes the body resemble the soul's original body. Mephisto is also served by a number of lesser demons. At one point, Mephisto was somehow drawing extra power from the dire wraith aliens while they were invading Earth. With this extra power, Mephisto was able to draw the spirits of the Fantastic Four and Franklin Richards to his plane. Mephisto wished... To gain Franklin Richards' soul, but the Direates were suddenly defeated by Rom and his allies. See last episode. <laughs> his allies,
0: like Boba Fett?
2: <laughs> Weakened, Mephisto was apparently destroyed by a mental blast from franklin richards but he was later able to reform his body mephisto's main purpose is to make as many intelligent beings as possible submit to his control allowing him to imprison their souls when they die
4: ah so he's obama (laughs) (laughs) that was even funnier the second time
2: (laughs) he is extremely interested in the souls of the very pure and good This had led led him to try several times to gain the Silver Surfer's soul. Say that three times fast. But he has failed every time. Mephisto is also interested in gaining the souls of any gods, which has led to several unsuccessful attempts to gain Thor's soul. Mephisto was responsible for Johnny Blaze's transformation into the Ghost Rider, since he is the one that placed the demon Zarathos inside Blaze's body. Now, if you would like, I can go over a list of powers he has here using the, uh,
4: Wait a minute, I thought that was Peter Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: wah, 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 wah.
4: <laughs> what would his dad think?
0: <laughs> Alright, so what is that power set?
2: Okay, his power set, using the Marvel superheroes scale, and this is not everything, this is just the important ones. Invisibility at unearthly rank. Kinetic bolt at monstrous rank. Levitation unearthly rank. Matter control unearthly rank. Shape changing others and self unearthly. Create illusions unearthly. Neural manipulation unearthly damage. Induce sleep unearthly. Summoning unearthly control over lesser supernatural beings. Can create gateways to any time, place, or dimension with unearthly rank. Can control lesser undead with unearthly rank. And true invulnerability. Amazing protection from any form of attack except magic. Immune to heat. Acid and disease.
0: Unearthly being one hundred on that scale. Correct. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Hellblazer is a guy.
1: <laughs> that smokes well,
0: too much. Wait, nope.
4: <laughs> he's got a cigarette lighter too.
5: Oh, <laughs> and he's British. <laughs>
0: Whoop dee fucking do.
5: <laughs> There's a lot more to him than that. Okay. Oh, is there? Oh, there is. Oh, may I? <laughs> so, uh. This is, a, this is just a little synopsis from um, Comic Vine. John Constantine Hellblazer is a working-class magician, a cult detective, and golden tongue con man. He's well-known for his scathing wit, endless cynicism, ruthless cunning, and constant chain-smoking.
0: Yeah, and that really would help you out in the fight.
5: <laughs> he's a rogue- Could I be
0: any more of a Hellblazer?
5: <laughs> he's a roguish counter-culture, counterculture anti-hero, and he's a striding uh, humanist. Driven by a heartfelt desire to defend mankind from the forces of evil. Now, that's very, like, just a simplistic overview. He comes from a long line of of magicians and occultists. He has uh, control through uh, magic of divination, demon summoning, cursing, uh, golemancy, oculancy, necromancy, vivomancy, whatever that is, illusion, and various stage magician tricks like uh, hypnosis, sleight of hand, and escapology.
2: I believe Biblo is actually doing stuff with the Bible itself.
5: Uh, not not Biblo Vi- uh, Vib- Mancy, Vivio Mancy. Vivio Okay, I, B-I- doing I- stuff. That's
3: doing stuff with Vivian.
5: <laughs> b i b i m a n c y. I've never, i never really heard of it.
2: That one's beyond me.
5: Now, aside from that, he has like quote unquote powers. Which Political is, powers. He has. He has a miraculous brain. Which allows him to get out of tight situations, um, kind of with like supernatural good luck, if that makes sense. Which, uh, of course, it doesn't, because it's DC and you know whatever. But uh, yeah, he he has he has supernatural good luck. Uh, He has uh, um, like a localized form of uh, low-level reality warping. So he's a Scarlet Witch. (laughs) I was gonna say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, kind of on a on a lesser scale, I guess. I'll take the Scarlet
2: Witch, thank you. She fills yes. out the costume better.
5: <clears throat> I don't want her in the costume.
1: <laughs>
5: Aside from that, Constantine's blood is tainted with demon blood, and it gives him an uh, extended longevity. He has uh, an enhanced ability to heal himself. He has like a, an innate defense against vampires. It's it's kind of it's kind of remarkable for just being a guy. On top of that, he has performed a selfless act where. He's unable to go to hell, okay? so when he dies, you would think that he would have to go to heaven because he can't go to hell, but that's not the case because he also attempted suicide, so he can't go to heaven.
2: Hello, so, Purgatory.
5: for all intents and purposes, he's kind of an immortal. He's been in situations before where he should have died, and neither side wanted him <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it, it sounds like my parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
5: So uh, it, he he's he's kind of stuck in this earthly realm, kind of regardless of what happens to him. And because he has this uh, amazing power to heal himself, he doesn't really he doesn't die. He can't really die. So there's that.
0: So he's I'm got sure taken on for him. Yeah, which
5: is mm-hmm. nice.
3: Yeah, I'm sure Mephisto would still want his soul for something.
5: Yeah, but remember, Mephisto is a demon, and demons are easily tricked and.
3: No, Peter Parker was easily tricked.
5: <laughs> By who?
0: Mephisto. So, yeah. That I'm teenage sorry. girl I'm... that I met in the library the other day was easily tricked. Oh. Wow. Oh, I was showing her a magic trick.
3: I don't even want to guess which one. Hide the salami. Was that? Was that? Was that?
0: <laughs> I think it was.
3: No, I think he was trying to saw her in half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the long way
3: i just i you know we're sitting here talking about all these mystical planes and everything it's like i don't want to be anywhere on a plane you know especially in germany because it's gonna go downhill real fast
1: <laughs> oh, oy. Oy
5: all right moving on
4: <laughs> we're topical come on <laughs> Topical, like a cream. Oh, never mind.
5: I thought it was funny. You've just used a uh, a Jewish expression when you were talking about going down in Germany. That's just that's comical.
3: That brings up a whole bunch of jokes we won't get into.
0: <laughs> God damn! What is wrong with you guys? Everything. <laughs> okay, so does John Constantine have any other abilities that we need to make sure that we account for when we decide who wins?
5: Uh, other than the fact that he has an impeccable track record with defeating demons um uh, yeah, i guess not okay but you got to remember he's
0: the protagonist in his own series so of course he's going to win all the fucking time
5: uh okay well, that, that's a good point except for he that's a great point and they also made a movie about him where he, he won he wasn't he wasn't always the protagonist in his own series he became that later on his first appearance and most of his early appearances were in um swamp thing he was a secondary character in swamp thing
3: my uh, my my question would be: Has he tangled with somebody of the level of Mephisto in the DC universe? Not just some underling sort of demon, but you know, a a big guy.
5: Does the first of the fallen count? I don't know uh, who that is. So that would, that would be like DC's version of Satan. That's that uh, Lucifer Morningstar. Okay. I would say that counts.
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess so.
0: <sighs> See, this is a tough one, and and, and here's why. Normally. We don't allow for prep time. You know, it's the Batman principle, which fucking I hate Batman because Batman apparently can defeat anybody no matter how powerful they are as long as he's got enough time to plan for it. So in this case, John Constantine, given the Batman principle, would be able to come up with something to defeat Mephisto. But if we're just talking about Hey, you bump into each other, who's going to win? Mephisto's is going to win.
5: No, the about Constantine, he doesn't have he doesn't follow that Batman principle. That that power that I was talking about, he like super, supernatural good luck. He he flies by the seat of his pants in every situation. Goddamn DC and that's poor writing. I can't stand it.
2: <laughs> yeah, because Marvel never did anything with supernatural luck.
1: Black Cat.
0: No, no. no. <laughs> oh no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying that Mar <laughs> Okay. So let's get into let's get into that for a little bit. So Marvel at least puts limits on how powerful or how lucky their characters are. You know, the Flash can run the speed of light or faster. Whereas a speedster in Uh, Marvel, like Quicksilver, might run two, three hundred miles per hour. Both improbable, but one is far more improbable. And of course, Superman can do everything that any other hero can do, but only better. And then goddamn Batman can beat fucking anybody. So in this case, we've got a DC hero who, by all rights, shouldn't be able to stand a chance, but he can pull out of his ass because it's a DC, poorly written book. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. (laughs) <laughs> all right so we've heard what the matchup is let's uh, who wants to go first
2: well hang on we do have an unofficial sixth panelist this episode because our uh, our preferred listener zeb oh, oswalt preferred well you gave him that
0: i did yeah. i did you know why because it's a way for him to make feel special Man. and alive while not costing us
6: anything <laughs>
2: well <laughs> Zeb has written in about all the matches we're going to be covering tonight. So oh, good. Why don't I read his response to this match before we get into it? All right, go ahead. So his, here's what he writes. Hellblazer v- versus Mephisto. Meh, I hope they destroy
0: each other. Ooh. Zeb? Zeb wins. <laughs> That's my vote. I, could give, I really could give two shits about this, which is why it's going first. I, I don't care. I, I, I really, I, I, I just don't care.
3: I I will say this then. If Constantine wins, does that mean that all of Casada's bullshit with Spider-Man goes away?
0: <laughs> See, I would like that. I would like that, but at the same time, no. <sighs> Remember it's not a popularity contest. We doesn't matter who we want to win, who would actually
6: win.
3: Uh and and I like and I like John, but uh,
4: Mephisto sucks his soul. Sorry. it's Going down. I vote with Mephisto because there's – unless John Constantine uh, – unless they're playing three-card money for John soul, (laughs) because he's a con man, (laughs) uh, I don't see Constantine pulling this one out with the power set that Mephisto's got. Um, No. Nope.
0: Hmm. It's it's a tough one. Uh, No, it's not. Yes, yes (laughs) it is. Yes, it is. It's not. It's not. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It's your
4: turn to talk.
2: I'm actually trying to think this through. And if you go by track record, yeah. given that Constantine was, you know, protagonists' own book, even protagonists in their own book lose sometimes. Batman loses sometimes. Superman loses Not sometimes. Anymore. Captain, well, when, when the writing's decent. Captain America loses sometimes. The readers lose all the time when Cap <laughs> Wolf is involved.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cap, That's a future one. Cap Wolf versus Man Bat. there you go like that
2: future match making a note (laughs) all right writing it down now uh given track record i gotta lean towards constantine especially since the fact that mephisto has been defeated multiple times by other beings that's
0: because he's a
4: villain and he has to lose i
2: I know comics etc. exactly
0: exactly yeah the comics code because any demonic creature can't be the winner blah 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 (sighs)
2: i think in the end it would be it would be close but i'm gonna have to give it to mephisto just
0: because of his class 3000 endurance (laughs) that's right to go back to that gaming system we really got to play okay um if i'm forced to weigh in here's how i'm going to split it down the middle i think in any situation mephisto wins except if john is trying to defend his own soul and has enough time to pull something out of his ass. Otherwise,
3: well, he is bisexual he... in the book, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what do you say? He's just going to pull his own poop out of his ass and fling it at him like a monkey. Is that, is that how he's going to win? Surprisingly,
3: Maybe. that is one of Mephisto's weaknesses. Human poop. <laughs>
4: it burns. No, he's got some blessed demonic dildo up there or something.
3: <laughs> Ooh, where do I get Ooh. one of those? <laughs> think I could, wow. think I could take one to the, <laughs> to the church down the street.
0: Is fun? Can you do this for me? Can I watch <laughs> this off in the holy water? Oh. Oh, I, because it's sticky. <laughs>
1: well.
4: Oh, just take mine, me boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, listeners, you have no one to blame but yourselves. You heard the last episode, so you knew what you were getting into.
0: And you actually chose to listen to episode number two. Uh Catholic
3: not making these jokes <laughs> sean
0: what do you well it's almost easter sean what do you think <laughs> i'm still so-
3: where gene chimes in and tells me it's, that it's taken off from easter which is a pagan festival right uh actually
2: that's entirely made up <laughs> there, <laughs> there's no such thing i'm sorry i've actually done research on this and that that's that's pagans trying to say no no, no
5: they stole it from us
0: all right Moving on. we got to hear Sean's opinion.
5: Go ahead, man. Quick. I'm kind of stuck on the fact that he mentioned John Constantine was a bisexual, and your <laughs> first thought was he was going to pull crap out of his ass. Of <laughs> is, that,
0: is that the definition of bisexuality now? No, 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 no. Because you said he was going to – or somebody said he was going to pull something out of his ass. And, of course, what comes out of a man's ass? Usually. <laughs> yeah, nine times out of ten. <laughs> ten times And up. then – and then I, I just, you know, I just got, I get, kick, I get a kick out of the monkeys at the zoo. What do you want? I'm yeah. a simple, simple man.
5: Just wanted to see if we were comparing homosexuality to monkeys and throwing poop.
0: No, I am not. No. Just, Jeez. Just, yeah, because we wouldn't want to
2: offend anyone.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> L- listen, you try to pick your fights elsewhere, sir.
3: <laughs> oh, we'll stop throwing poop at you. <laughs>
5: Oh, man. I don't know how you guys can look at the track record that Mephisto has of being conned, manipulated, tricked, like losing constantly, all the time, to lesser beings, and the fact that John Constantine is the best at that of those traits, and completely discard Constantine in this battle. Okay, well, I can tell you how, because
0: Mephisto has an entire dimension full of souls that he has tricked. And the handful of beings that have won generally win by the skin of their teeth. And they're the heroes in the Marvel Universe. And so, of course, 99 out of 100 times, the hero is going to win, perhaps at some cost, but they will always win because they're the good guy in their respective books. Same truth holds holds water in the DC Universe, where the hero... Or even in the Swamp Thing comics, when he's a secondary character, he's still one of the good guys, he's still gonna win. Remember, one of the main rules of a comic book fight club is it's not a popularity contest. We look at the characters, who's gonna win? And in this case, I think we all agree that John Constantine, sure, got a great track record. Yeah, he's good at what he does. He's the Wolverine best he is, best there is at what he does in the DC universe. But in that poorly written piece of shit property, he's never going to be able to beat a Mephisto unless we take popularity into it.
3: Perhaps the question we should have asked was, who would win in a fight between Constantine and Doctor Strange?
0: Now that's an mm. intro. You know what? No, because Doctor Strange is still too powerful. I would say a, you know, Doctor Voodoo or whatever the fuck his name is. Doctor versus- Druid. Doctor Druid, yeah. Doctor oh, gee, don't get me started, Doctor Druid. <laughs> there you go.
3: I, I Tell guess. me where the druid touched you, Bill. <laughs> Was yes. that at Stone Age? I
4: think Here, you're... let me put on my Dr. Druid onesie, and I'll show you.
0: <laughs> Does it have a flap in the back? <laughs>
6: yeah, <laughs> it yeah. That's so why he wears the Snuggie on it.
0: That way you can fling your poo easily. <laughs> I
5: I feel... All of you are, like, are, are really uh, downplaying um, Constantine's powers. Like, I, I, it doesn't seem like you're giving them... You're, do credit at all? I mean, he-
0: no, no, I give him credit. He would absolutely kick Doctor Druid's ass.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: absolutely, he'd probably kick my ass.
5: I, but- I, I I'm, I, I'm positive he would hold his own against Doctor Strange
1: as well. Perhaps,
0: perhaps we should do a battle royal episode. We <laughs> bring in like a Doctor Druid and Doctor Boot v- What is that character's name? I'm going to look it up. The Brother, Black, Voodoo. Brother, Brother Voodoo. Voodoo. Brother Voodoo. The Black Crow. Doctor Strange.
4: And Wong comes in with a chair from the side. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's always crazy when somebody brings a chair in.
0: So, Sean, is it safe to say that you believe that John Constantine is going to win?
5: Absolutely. Okay. Ooh, so. It, it, the, the fact that you can show a demon a mirror and have it, like, love itself... For like uh, just a, even if it was a split second enough to distract it to do whatever else you have to do. I mean, Constantine has a bag of tricks in his coat at all times to. That's, that's the big th- deal. I could do that with Kanye West
4: and Kim Kardashian all day long.
0: <laughs> right. And are you saying that Constantine is the Harpo Marx of
1: the, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the sorcerer world? He's just he's that's, got a coat with a bunch of
5: shit in it. Well, look, there's a coffee pot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me hop this
4: on and run like hell. That's
5: not a terrible. That's not a terrible analogy.
4: All We're right, use the Harpo defense. Now,
5: right. <laughs> now I, I
2: want to see someone draw the spellcasters of the comic universes as the Marx Brothers. Oh, Doctor okay. Strange is as Groucho. Doctor Fate is Chico.
0: <laughs> Constantine is Harpo, and Doctor Druid is Zeppo. And if you do that for us, and release the rights to us we'll allow you to guest host on a future episode of Comic Book Fight Club. All right, so this one came down three, no, four to one.
5: Oh, one, 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 one more point real quick. Oh, good.
0: I can't wait for this.
5: He was officially drawn to look like Sting. Okay, he definitely loses.
0: <laughs> he absolutely loses. Okay. <laughs> but that explains why he's bisexual. <laughs>
3: No, man, it's not. Snake's not bisexual. It's just, he's just—he's into tantric sex, man.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I was talking about him on Dune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, no, no. No. Moving no. on.
0: Yeah. Okay. The less said
2: about his metal speedo, the better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, let's take a break and come back with uh, bout number two, which will be the Snorks versus the Smurfs.
6: All right. I hate you guys. This is Tokyo.
2: And we're back and as Jeff said we ha- now have the snorks versus the smurfs because that's been keeping you up nights
3: <laughs> uh, yeah oh, it, it has for me <laughs>
2: <That's> right. <laughs> all right we're gonna start off with a little recap on the smurfs smurfs are short Three apples high, with blue skin, white trousers with a hole for the short tails, white hat, and sometimes an additional accessory that identifies a personality. For example, Handy Smurf wears overalls instead of the standard trousers, a brimmed hat, and a pencil above his ear.
0: Oh, I thought he was
2: named Handy because he gave hand jobs. <laughs> He's got one big <laughs> arm. You're, you're reading those fanfics again, aren't you? <laughs> Smurfs can walk and run, but often move by skipping both feet. They love to eat Smurf berries. Of course they do. The Smurf Village is made up of mushroom-like houses located in a clearing in the middle of a deep forest with
0: grass, a river, and vegetation nearby. You enter the village and you immediately go to the bar. There you see a dwarf. God damn it's just like the fucking beginning of every D&D movie.
2: (laughs) Go ahead. Humans, such as Gargamel, are shown to live nearby, though it is almost impossible for an outsider to find the Smurf Village except when led by a Smurf. The Smurfs use storks in order to travel long distances and keep up-to-date with events in the outside world. The Smurfs community generally takes the form of a cooperative, sharing, and kind environment based on on the principle that each Smurf has something he or she is good at and thus contributes to Smurf society as he or she can. So yes, communism. (laughs) In return, each Smurf appears to be given the necessities of life, from housing to clothes to food. Oh my
0: god,
4: it means Papa Smurf's Joseph Stalin. That's
0: exactly <laughs> right. I was... The exact same thing I was thinking of. I'm hey, just it's better that, that
3: he's Joseph Stalin than Joseph Mengele, so. Actually, I think I think Brainy
2: is Stalin and Papa is Lenin. <laughs> how,
5: did this, how did this ever go on the air during Reagan the 80s? <laughs> it's true.
3: It's, it's a cute show.
5: Papa <laughs> Smurf
2: is the leader of the community. Other Smurfs are generally named after their personality disposition. For example, brainy, greedy, vanity, lazy, clumsy, hefty, jokey, dreamy, grouchy. Hey, or their wait, why is it
4: going to be hefty? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: hefty? Hefty, hefty,
1: hefty! Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy.
2: Or their profession. For example, poet, actor, handy. Harmony, handy is now profession. Interesting, farmer, clockwork, painter, tailor, miner, architect, reporter, timber, barber, and doctor. Smart.
4: Oh, you missed Fister. <laughs> uh, I, I'm surprised. Fucker isn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's oh, yeah. I that, haven't that, gotten right? to Smurfette yeah.
5: Oh, good. We know Jim feels about minor Smurf. Listen, there's
0: nothing wrong with dating a minor, it's just a problem getting all that coal dust out of your sheets. <laughs>
2: uh, other Smurf characters include Gutsy Smurf and Smurfette. Smurfette was created by Gargamel to lure the other Smurfs. Papa Smurf then changed her into what we see today, because originally, she was uh, ugly. Uh, oh. The non-Smurf characters, who would appear later, would include the enemies of the wizard Gargamel, his cat, Azriel, an ugly witch, Hagatha, Gargamel's godfather, Balthazar, and their the Smurf friends, Johan and his young friend, Peewit, and the wizard, Homnibus. The Smurfs use medieval level technology, mainly produced by Handy Smurf, to deal with their everyday lives as well as any defense they might need. Papa Smurf and to a lesser extent Brainy Smurf have some magical ability, but all of it needs to be researched and usually relies on some rare ingredient as found in their enchanted forest. At times they have been shown to use magic items, but these are not kept in the village. The Smurfs rely on hiding to avoid enemies, and when they are in actual conflict, tend to win either through their human allies, or a convenient bit of magic, or the general clumsiness or stupidity of their foes. They're the, the French.
1: French. the French.
4: <laughs> so that's the Smurfs. Oh, a French Gungan. weez weeza, a French Gungan!
2: <laughs> oh boy he's a feeling Smurfy. oh yeah i'm always <laughs> feeling
3: Smurfy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just
3: love the fact that there are no female smurfs until smurfette so not only is it a commune it's a gay commune <laughs> <laughs> i think there's one of those on nantucket actually
2: and just just to point out the smurfs were, are not French by origin, they're from Belgium, which is close enough.
3: It explains a lot.
2: Yeah. All
5: right, so tell us about the snorks. Who has that right up? I do. The snorks are a race of small, colorful beings that live happily in the undersea world of Snorkland. They have snorkels on their heads, which are used to propel them swiftly through the water. As evidenced by the cartoon series, when a snork becomes excited, their tube makes a snork sound. <laughs> <laughs> It sure does. (laughs) (laughs) They have much the same technology as contemporary humans adapted to their own aquatic environment. The Snorks use clams as currency. Ooh. (laughs) Clever, huh? Uh, According to the Snork-based backstory, which is uh, described in the show's first opening theme, a few ventured to the surface, which the Snorks believed to be outer space, in the year 1643 and watched a Royal Navy ship of the Spanish Armada being attacked by pirates. The captain wound up in the water, and that was the first contact between the species when the Snort saved his life. The captain then expressed his gratitude by writing down the encounter in his logbook, although very few humans believe in the existence of snorks. Since then, snorks have adopted several human habits, such as wearing clothes. There are a few episodes in which humans have encounters with the snorks. In the episode All-Stars Freshwater Adventure, the snorks, who are a saltwater creature, meet freshwater snorks. Freshwater snorks have two snorks on their heads and a distinctive biochemistry from salt, saltwater snorks. That's, uh, that's pretty much all I have on this snork. Boy, I cannot
0: wait to get into this one. I, I, I'm so excited. I mean, feel these nipples.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: so what we're saying here is, so we're assuming they're both about the same height. I know we've all seen the robot chicken episode. Mm. So for you fanboys out there, you're just copying them. You're right. Yeah. And, and I don't care. Actually, I have not seen that, so maybe I'll go look at it later. Yeah, yeah why don't you go first, in this, uh, in this, since well, you're the least unbiased. Well, let me uh, let me read Zeb's
2: opinion on this okay. first. Lead everybody <laughs> oh, <good>. off. <laughs> Fucking Zeb. His, he believes that the Snorks would win because they can breathe in water and on land, and basically they'd drown the Smurfs. Plus, the Snorks have weapons that higher a higher level of technology. They have access to an octopus-like creature and he's just not seeing the Smurfs win at all. All right, Bill, go ahead.
4: I've been thinking about this all week. <laughs> I'm <wild>. sorry.
0: <laughs> i around. I've uh, been late at night, your brow covered with sweat, tossing and turning in your bed. Snorks versus Smurfs. Snorks versus Smurfs. Go ahead.
4: I had to drive four and a half hours to Tallahassee from where I live to work for two hours and drive back. So I had a lot of time to think hmm. about these matchups. And for this one... Basically, after a long drawn out battle between the between the Snorks and the Smurfs, it's basically and and Smurfette has been gang raped by many Snorks over and over again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we're going to jump right to that?
4: i guess so and brainy smurf is just horrified by this because he you know it's it's, he's one of the few male smurfs left it's him and smurfette and you know now she's been violated by snorks and he he goes over the deep end and and he delves into papa smurf's magic and he comes up using magic and science he comes up with the ultimate snorkifier (laughs) (laughs) and in a moment of madness He wipes out the entire Snork race, but unfortunately, he also wipes out the remaining Smurfs. Everybody's dead. You know, I think I
0: saw that once. I don't know. if (laughs) I remember watching it on Xhamster.com or something like that. (laughs)
4: Jesus.
0: (laughs) Wait, was that out loud? Are we recording? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, the fact that I laughed means I know what it is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you have had
3: a lot of time to think
0: about this, haven't you? (laughs) Remind me not to shake your hand. (laughs) <laughs> My question
3: would be: After the snorks get through with Smurfette, does it smell more or less like fish down
1: there?
0: <laughs> well, the thing I was thinking about: with the snorks with their little tube thing on top, they don't have to come up for air. Mm,
4: that's always good. Ah, but I'm yeah, but I was thinking that's what they're using to violate her: is the, uh, the tube on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Power, oh,
1: Smurfette,
4: man. this is getting, this is bad, this is ah, bad.
1: This is a dark, I dark I, show. I almost
3: don't even want to be a part of this conversation, but I guess I have to be. Uh, you know what, everybody is going to probably want to say the Smurfs, because, you know, they're cute and everybody likes them. But, you know, if you can just wait in the water, you just wait, man. They got like, they're like, there's no Navy Seal. Smurf, right? So, <laughs> well, we don't know. We haven't seen him yet. So, I mean, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't seen Gung Ho Smurf. So, I'm. <laughs> I. I will go with the Snorks. I will. I will agree with Zeb and and say that they will just. They will wait because they are uh, amphibious.
4: What? There's no Sergeant Slaughter Smurf. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm, pick, I'm, picturing, I'm
2: picturing a Smurf with a hat, the vest, and the tattoo on his chest. Now, <laughs>
4: uh, I mean, unless
3: unless the Smurfs have like a massive flotilla of ships, you know, <laughs> but they're still like you said, they're using you know Middle Ages technology, so they're not going to be dropping bombs or anything. There's not going to be any of that. So, up oh.
4: Smurf charges. <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't even want to know what that is. is. That them just taking a shit over the side, trying to pollute the water. Is that how they're going to win?
0: It always comes back to flinging your poo.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless the Smurfs time travel to the future and get the Exxon Valdez and bring it back while it's leaking oil, yeah, the the Snorks are going to win. They're going to
0: wait them out. Yeah. I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to say that I agree with you, but for different reasons. So firstly, uh, we have a uh, race that uh, can breathe underwater and can breathe out of water. So that's in their favor for the Snorks. If we look at it and say, well, okay, our weaponry for the Smurfs is going to be magically based versus our weaponry for the Snorks is going to be technologically based, as we just found out that any magical things that they... Don't eat that candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here, you I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hear you unwrapping shit. All right, so... With the, uh, with the Smurfs, it's magically based, as we just learned. It takes time for this um, magical procedure, the spell, to be woven, whereas all of our technological-based Snorks would have all of those items at the ready. I think the most important thing is, let's say this is a generational war, right? Let's say they're completely evenly matched. The Smurfs have no way of repopulating themselves where the Smurfs, where the Snorks could do a very aggressive mating program to (laughs) create the, you know, the, the super Smurf, the super, excuse me, the super Snork soldier, you know, they'd all be in in a breeding program to make sure that they could have the most genetically pure Aryan Snork. In which case, they would... conunian nunian snork. Right. <laughs> <And there's, laughs> the red they're... snork. Right, exactly. That's what I'm seeing. Because, you know, everyone wants to be Germany, but do we have the raw conviction necessary to eradicate the lesser species of the Smurfs? So, I'm going to go snorks all the way.
3: That's sound logic.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> that that And that's what people listen to this podcast for, is my sound logic.
5: Two battles in a row and you guys are all idiots. Ha ha ha! <laughs> that's right. Go ahead, Katie Powers. So, your, your your argument just now was, if it's a generational battle, the Smurfs have no way to what repopulate themselves.
0: Uh, and, uh, what, uh, somebody will correct me if I am wrong. I am sure. Was
3: it Mother Nature that created them?
0: I mean, um, somebody, somebody a, bl- a blue moon. It's like every
5: blue moon.
3: That's when on their moon. pants are down.
5: <laughs> Create the ones that are in existence, so it's not like they're hurting for uh, a continuation of the species. And also, they have fucking magic. You're saying it takes longer to prepare magic than it does to fire a conventional weapon, then why do we have equal rounds going off whenever we play D&D? That's
3: a video game. That's not real life cartoons. <laughs> or tabletop game, excuse yeah. me. Video
5: game, I don't know what the hell you're playing, but okay. <laughs>
3: I'm playing with power, bitch. <laughs> Katie Power.
5: It all comes back to Katie Power. <laughs> wow. All right, moving
0: Ooh. on. <laughs> So, Sean, what is your? What are you trying to tell me here?
5: I'm saying the Smurfs have magical abilities. They can fucking boil the water if they wanted to, like cast a spell to boil the fucking ocean, and they're all melted. Oh. Yeah, but
0: then the Smurfs would have to go on this long journey. Are we there yet? Are we there yet?
5: Are we there yet? That's what we would hear for. Like... There's a river in in, in uh, wherever the Smurfs live. Yeah. Uh, so, say the snorks come to them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> same deal. Boil the fucking water with magic. Yeah, but
0: that's what I'm saying is they have to gather the ingredients. As Gene's uh, synopsis on the Smurfs was, they had This is getting to be a heated debate over the Smurfs Smurf, or the <laughs> We as thought
2: Gene- this was a throwaway one. No, as,
0: as Gene's summary says, the magic that they want to whatever spell they want to cast takes a while. They've got to get a special ingredient. It, it, it just it's, it's not going to fucking happen. Yeah, they got to pull
3: like the fucking Manhattan project.
0: <laughs> they right. them. Snorks them melted into the metal of the fucking, <laughs> 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 fucking mushroom houses. Oh boy.
4: Mutual s- mutually assured Smurfstruction. destruction.
0: Smurf
4: <laughs> mm. destruction. That's my vote. They take, they take each other out. Huh.
3: And Gagamel gets to finally eat the smurfs.
4: <clears throat> All right.
2: Uh- Let's look at this like, since we're all comic book geeks, let's look at this like Atlantis attacks. Because that's essentially what it is. You have the humans, (laughs) which are less technologically advanced, and you have the Atlanteans, which are much more technologically advanced. The Atlanteans can, in some cases, breathe on land. They invade. The one issue that is different here is there's no such thing as Mr. Smurftastic. So the (laughs) Atlanteans or the Snorks would not be repelled. So I'm going Snorks. Mr. Yeah, but... he's
0: made of elastic.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: the, the snorks can breathe out of water, so it's a different yeah. thing. Right. So I'm... in your hypothetical situation, are we saying that Quasar gets the serpent crown and <laughs> with the Uniforce? Yes. Why? Why not? Quasar Smurf? <laughs> I might have to change my vote. So that w- that would make him have the Smurf bands? He would have the, Smur- the Smurf bands, and Eon Smurf would have the Smurf cosmic? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Eon Smurf looks like Papa Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> the big mossy head with the red cap on. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous okay so Sean thinks the smurfs win Gene thinks the smurfs
2: win no no I said there's no such thing as Mr. Smurf tastic the snorks win
0: oh the snorks win okay I follow you Bill and Chris you're both saying the snorks is that what I heard
4: no I say they I say they cancel each other out am okay, I a so draw to snorks. draw
0: so we've got two snorks one Smurf one draw <sighs> what did Zeb, what did Zeb say Zeb said snorks
4: so it's three so it's three snorks one draw one smurf.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to have to be the it's, I think it's the snorks. I think it's the snorks. Uh, so I think we got to call it for the snorks. Idiots.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stop calling our listeners' names.
3: Oh.
5: Uh, <laughs> I do one more one more valid point. Oh, you do. You should have started with the valid points.
2: <laughs> Go on, Sean.
5: When the snorks come out of water, the reaction time has got to be diminished greatly. Because
3: Doesn't matter if you have <laughs> modern day technology weapons,
5: they're not, they're not land creatures. So if you like, I don't know, you see a starfish walking on land occasionally. It doesn't get very far, very fast.
3: If I see a starfish on land, I'm calling the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't sticking around. No,
1: you
3: you
2: get some lie and then you snap your fingers.
0: Sorry, I'm still bitter about that character.
5: saying Not gonna do very well on land.
0: I disagree. I I, I think. Uh, I think when you look at them on the cartoon, they're obviously bipeds and they have an adaptation to live underwater, but I think they originally would have evolved on land because why would their bodies be shaped that way? Okay, so we're going to call it for the snorks. Let's take another break and then we'll come back with Doctor Doom versus Batman. Right. All right, I can piss now.
3: <laughs> After this urine, I'll be right
6: back. Hey, kids. Do you like comics?
1: Uh-huh.
6: Do you like Iron Man comics? Uh-huh. Do you want to learn more about Iron Man's downward spiral from alcoholism, fear of commitment, and feelings of inferiority leading the egomaniac into a life of misery?
1: Uh, what?
6: Then listen to the Invincible Ironcast Classics Edition and see Tony Stark go from genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist to genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. With awesome weaponized armor! Relive classic stories like Demon in a Bottle, Armor Wars, Doom Quest, and more. Hosted by me, Mike Staley. So how about it, kids? Do you want to listen to the Invincible Ironcast? Uh-huh. Well, too bad. You need to do your homework. Uh-huh. The Invincible Ironcast Classics Edition. On iTunes or at invincibleironcast.podbean.com.
2: And we're back, and this time we're going to be talking about something that may be a little bit on the controversial side, but we're going to go with it anyway, and that will be Dr. Doom versus Batman. Take it away, gentlemen.
0: So Dr. Doom, he's the Latverian monarch, brilliant magic user he was he's one of the most intelligent minds on planet earth second only maybe maybe debatably to reed richards he's the first person to have created a time machine of the human species of course and, of course, he has all of his Dom, uh, Doom bots. Dr. Doom is a prolific magic user. He was introduced to the mystic arts by his mother. Uh, he further developed his abilities by studying with Dr. Strange and traveling through time and learning lost dark arts from individuals such as Morgan Le Fay. After Dr. Strange stepped down as the Sorcerer Supreme of Earth, Doom was amongst the candidates for considering uh, considered suitable to replace him. So his magical abilities allow him to have magic mystical blasts, Mystical force fields, invoke entities, random spell casting, summoning, teleportation, dimensional travel, mystical ensnaring, and mystical portals. He also can do mind transference by locking gaze with uh, another person. However, he's best known for his technological pursuits. As previously mentioned... Uh, Doom has his Doom bots, he has his time machine, but he also has that suit of armor. Doom is a master technologist and uh, creator for himself. His armor is self-supporting and can survive in underwater or in outer space. He can create technological force fields, arc lighting, and of course energy blasts. The titanium armor gives them enhanced strength, durability, electric shock, fight, concussive blast, force field, recycling systems, senior, senior systems. (laughs) (laughs) He just goes down to the old folks home. uh, Have some pudding.
1: (laughs) Doom does not eat pudding.
0: Multiple sensor systems, solar energy absorptions splint any it's also incorporates splinters of the true christian cross to protect him against magical effects and demonic effects doom also possesses two different infinity gauntlets from two alternative realities but due to that they don't work the same way in his home reality let's make a special note here dr doom is not necessarily evil dr doom just knows that your life would be better off if he was in charge and if the events of Emperor Doom that trade paperback are as any indication, he's probably right. But you <laughs> like having your free will, don't you? Your life would be so much better if Dr. Doom was in charge, but you won't let him be. And frankly, when he was Emperor of Earth, he found it to be boring. So he allowed the heroes that were assembled against him to win so that he wouldn't have to be bothered with the new nu- uh, nuisances of being in charge. As we say in my family, love him or hate him, You have to realize Doom is always thinking. So that's Dr. Doom.
3: Well, somebody else who's always thinking is the Batman.
0: You're welcome for the lead-in. What was it? You're welcome for the lead-in. Okay.
3: (laughs) Some might describe Batman as a crazed loner who's ten steps ahead of everybody because it's really boring and easy to write him that way. (laughs) 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 Which I don't care for. Regardless of what version of Batman you're going with, whether it's, you know, the dark and gritty 30s version, or the campy 60s version, or, you know, him in the 80s when he was, uh, you know, a real character, he was born of tragedy when his parents were murdered in front of him, and uh, he dedicated his life to ridding the world of all crime, which is a noble pursuit. He is possessed of a genius level intelligence, he is a master detective, he is a master escapologist. Whatever the fuck that is. Oh, he's alright, so he's Harry Houdini, or Zotaro, whatever, you know, whoever. He is in the utmost peak of human physical conditioning. Because, you know, when you have that drive to rid the world of all crime, that's, you know, what you're gonna dedicate yourself to. He's a master martial artist, though apparently nowadays don't they consider Dick Grayson to be a better martial artist than him? Yeah. I don't know. And of course, he has the most important gift of all unlimited money which allows him to have an assortment of high-tech weaponry which most of the time he designs himself weaponry gadgetry and you know unlimited connections to whatever information that he needs he has had significant battles with many characters superman who he did require kryptonite and all the city's power grid to defeat in the dark knight he fought bane and well we know how that turned out uh he is also tangled with Razal al ghul who is probably in terms of power level and intelligence is equal in most respects. And, you know, if we want to cross over a little bit, he has also fought, to a standstill, to an absolute draw, Captain America. So, he's, uh, in many ways, he is very similar to Doctor Doom in terms of, uh, you know, without the magic powers, he's got the money, he's got the connections, he's got the the technological, not not to the level of Doctor Doom, but in terms of uh, strategy and... Uh, Money and gadgetry, they're pretty close. So, um, you know, if you want them to be a crazed loner he can be the one in this fight if you want it to be adam west version of batman in this fight i got no problem with that either uh so what does zeb have to say
2: well zeb has to say on he he was wondering if we were going with the new 52 version of batman which i don't think we are it well, no, does doesn't
4: matter which batman
2: okay right, calm down
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter
2: don't tip your hand bill okay he, he says a Greek, you know if, that's if it is kool-aid i guess <laughs> If it is the new 52 bats, Doctor Doom beats him with ease cuz he's only 20 or so. Regardless of gear, Doctor Doom is tra- is a trained warlord that uses technology and magic. He's trained all his life just like Batman. He has almost beaten the Fantastic 4, Spider-Man, the Avengers, and Superman. If yet prep times involved, okay, Batman can do prep time, but Doctor Doom can also do prep time. He has his own country plus embassies around the world. He can put traps wherever he wants. Doctor Doom has beaten Black Panther to a pulp, and Black Panther is arguably the Marvel Universe's Batman. Victor Von Doom has played the prep game better than anyone. He's even stole the powers of the Silver Surfer and the Beyonder. What's bats gonna do? Throw a batarang at him? (laughs) So I think it's pretty clear Zeb is going with
0: Dr. Doom. I knew I liked Zeb for some reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, Bill, you were kind of anxious to get in there. Why don't you go ahead?
4: All right. All Everything they've said about Batman is true. Everything about Dr. Doom is true. But one thing nobody has said at all about Dr. Doom is Dr. Doom has a time machine.
2: Well, Jeff Jeff said Doctor Doom had a time machine. Oh,
4: sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Were you listening? I, I missed that. I must have blacked out. I was in a oh, I was in a diabetic that. coma for thirty <laughs> seconds. Oh,
0: <sorry. laughs> Wait, so you're 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 suggesting that he's going to do a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and yes, say, Rem- re- remember the keys. Remember the keys. Wild stallions rule. <laughs> yeah. Better than that. Easy.
4: He goes back. He kills Joe Chill. Batman's never created. Done. It's. Wow. <laughs> wow Wow. it's it's hard to argue with that that. see i told you i had too much time this week driving
0: yeah dr doom wins i don't think we need to hear from anybody else
4: because i was going back and forth like well batman could do this and then i was like wait a minute dr doom has a time machine yes dr doom has a, a a a just his ego is immense and that's how he always loses you know but he always has just like batman he always has a contingency plan i mean he uploaded his consciousness into his mask And it jumped into somebody else's body. He also brainwashed a small child with his own consciousness to duplicate himself so that Doom wouldn't do her. No. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but I came to, you know, he's got a time machine. He could just go back and eliminate Bruce Wayne.
0: Right. And and plus Batman's a puss.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Some newer incarnations. Yeah. So I'm going with Doom all the way.
0: Alright, great. So uh Gene, what do you think? Well
2: if you look at it on an intellectual level, I'm gonna say they're pretty much equally matched. Fair if enough. you look at if you look at on a physical fighting level, you have to give the edge to Batman. But if you look at on a I can make technology level, you give it to Doom. Then <sighs> there's the one that's going to tip it all over. Batman has Batgirl, Robin nightwing the other robin you know okay he's he has a bat family fine dr doom has an army of doom bots <laughs> yeah what are they yeah. gonna
0: do hit him hit, hit all those robots with their fucking little sticks
2: i'm i gotta go with doom on this one
0: hopping around doing their little dances their little acrobatic shit whacking the doom bots with the sticks <laughs> <Retarded>. <laughs> fucking batman
6: well
3: i i i do like batman i like a lot of batman stories i don't like everything everything batman there's been versions of it that i don't care for i i like the campy 60s version i have fun watching that show but at the end of the day i don't know how you can you you can't go against doom you can't you cannot go against dr doom i don't I, i'm sorry I, I know like modern versions of batman he could deal with dark side and doomsday and shit whoever else they want to throw at him it's like oh you know what batman kind of works better at the street level <laughs> so, <laughs> just a little bit yeah and it's it's no problem with him being in the justice league when you know they're all trying to deal with some intergalactic threat or something but it's like when people say superman versus batman it superman's gonna win you know it's not gonna be batman and he'd require kryptonite you know which bruce i mean with clock could see coming a mile away unless it's in a lead box but uh, talk to Doom. Is shrewd. He's always poised, you know, until he gets, you know, almost defeated. Doom bots, whole country, amazing technology, the magic in and of itself. Batman. I mean, how often does he actually have to deal with magic? Where he's going to be casting magic against it? It's usually not like that. I I cannot see any reason or any way that Batman wins this fight.
5: Sean, what do you think? Um, I I think uh, the Snorks win. <laughs> <laughs> The brainwashing has worked. Uh, th- th- I don't know, man. The, the way the way uh the way Marvel has uh, beefed up Doctor Doom uh, since his creation, he's uh, he's more machine now than man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Twisted, but not quite evil. Yeah, uh, he's 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 definitely. Um, Vastly more powerful now than when he was created. He's not—he's not the same Victor Von Doom. Like if it was—if if it was like Victor Von Doom, Fantastic Four issue, whatever it was, when he was turned into Doctor Doom versus Bruce Wayne, Batman Year One, I vote Batman. But, yeah, but Batman Year
0: One—he's already spent the most the majority of his teenage years plus his early twenties training around the world to be Batman.
5: Sure, sure. So, but he, so he's a guy in a suit that knows karate and, and and other martial arts. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Victor Von Doom now, and it's like the, the, the president of a country with nuclear capabilities. You gotta, you gotta go Victor Von Doom, right? I you mean, gotta. He has unlimited power at his fingertips, and Batman has, I don't know, grappling hooks and boomerangs. And, uh, right. You know, and
0: one of the things, the inconsistencies about the Batman character is, oh, I don't like guns. I'll never use a gun, but, you know, the... Uh, Bat plane can have missiles.
1: <laughs> right. You right. know,
0: fucking, oh, I don't like guns, but I have a thing that will shoot a grappling hook with compressed air. You know, so we're using using gunpowder is a problem, but using compressed air is not. It's
3: totally different. It's totally different. Totally different. <laughs> oh, it's a
0: completely different
5: thing. No, no, I get it. He won't actively kill somebody, but he doesn't have to uh, necessarily go out of his way to save people either. Oh, I
3: fucking hate that. Line in Batman Begins.
5: So, I, hate I hate it. It wasn't the. It wasn't just from Batman Begins. I mean, it was a Frank Miller line. You know.
3: I, yeah, and that then it sucked when Villa did it too. I'm sorry to offend all the Miller fans. I mean, I like the guy's work, most of his work too. But come
0: on. Well, I think what we can all agree on is anyone who loves Batman is just a comic book noob. I mean, it's just they are—they don't understand the width and the depth of the comic universe. They're—they're they're, they're just passerby's. They're—they're they're window shopping
5: in this world. And I, and I completely disagree with. I mean, the Batman universe is amazing. The the villain, the the, uh, the cast of villains that Bob Kane uh, uh, created. Uh...
3: Bob Kane didn't
5: create shit. <laughs> Here <Yeah>. we go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. So all of you Batman fans out there, you know, you're hopping on the comic book train because it's what's in vogue now. You got your fancy beards and your handlebar mustaches. You're—it's a bunch of fucking comic hipsters.
3: Uh, okay, I won't, go, I won't go that far either. But it, it, Batman is Batman is not Superman. <laughs> that's all you need to say he's not Snoop man he's not the major man at the he, he at the end of the day he's a guy in spandex who is fighting street level crime and, uh, and that's where he works best
2: yeah batman should stay
0: in gotham city even being part of the justice league is a huge stretch right you don't take daredevil out of hell's kitchen and then wonder what the fuck's going on you know you do what you do well you know be listen be happy being a d-list superhero
5: quasar is
0: yeah absolutely and he hangs out with f-listers like aquarian
5: (laughs) (laughs) but you're saying your fans of comic books wouldn't be fans of batman i completely disagree with that i think anyone
0: who knows anything about comics looks at batman and goes really I I have we have a you and I have a friend who is went to high school with us so she's turning 40 this year. She has a 16-year-old daughter and the 16-year-old daughter loves Batman. You know why? Cuz she doesn't know anything else about comics.
5: <laughs> I just think, I just think it's unfair to say that like if you're just talking about Batman only that's fine, but there's so many other like amazing characters in that universe. That-
2: I, I- I will disagree with you on one specific aspect, Jeff. Yes. Batman the Animated Series. Was great. No, I think if, if you're talking about that version of Batman and that version of the characters, I think everyone from however deep you are into loving comics can love
0: that version. Absolutely. And because that, that Batman is fallible. Right, exactly. And I would agree with that. And still, that version of Batman, there is no way he's beating Doctor
5: Doom. Correct. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. If that's your, Gene, if that's your only like caveat that he has to be fallible, uh, Frank Miller's Batman was, it was Alan Moore's in the Killing Joke. Come on. Yeah, but
2: if you look at if you look at Frank Miller's and Alan Moore's, that's where Batman the animated series drew a lot of its in interesting portions of it. What I'm saying is that the pinnacle of the Batman characters, the best versions of those characters, are from Batman the Animated Series. You can get aspects of them in from the comics in different, different things, and I gotta say, I, I thought it was a very bad idea to bring the killing joke into continuity when it should have just been an Elseworlds thing, but oh. The fact that we got Oracle
5: out of it was wonderful. There was a Greek storyline with uh, Gordon. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't understand you guys hate Batman. I really don't get it. I don't, I hate, don't Batman. hate
3: Batman. I love Batman. I just don't like Batman. For the
5: jamellium.
3: Is... I, 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 for the money? Hell yeah. Every, uh,
2: every Saturday night I record Batman the Adam West show on me tv because i love that show it works on multiple levels it works for kira because she loves it seeing oh these are comic book characters fighting it works for me because i see adam west who is a brilliant actor winking at the camera and say you see how ridiculous this is this is fun though
3: right yeah (laughs) all right I just yeah I mean I just when when Batman has achieved the omni sentience and understanding of everything you've kind of gotten completely away from what he is that's that's the issue that I have with them in recent years,
2: yeah, you made Batman boring yeah
0: <laughs> i'd like to i'd like to add to that er boring er you <laughs> know <And I'm> Batman.
3: <laughs> I'm the goddamn
1: Batman.
3: (laughs) You know what? The goddamn Batman doesn't need to say he's the goddamn Batman. Sorry, Frank.
1: (laughs) Okay,
0: so if there's nothing else to add to this, uh, we're going to say that we, as the experts throughout all time and space, are declaring that Dr. Doom mops the floor with Batman. Correct. Okay, good. It's called. Now, if you have a dissenting opinion, please send us an email. Messages on Facebook, and maybe we'll work that into a future podcast.
5: oh not like how that's even debatable, though. Like, like you said, with all of, with all of uh, Von Doom's resources and and uh, powers, like there's no there shouldn't be a debate.
0: I know, but you're gonna get some fanboy out there. Oh, I like
6: Batman. Hey, hey
0: wait, your brother, I he's got brother I. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, I think that that
2: sums everything up right there, and we will take another quick break, and we'll be back with our main event.
6: I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am back.
4: You need to take the trash out. Hey, I'm trying to make a trailer for a podcast. Oh, you mean Supermates, the husband and wife geek cast? Why, yes, that is what I mean. The show where you and I discuss all things geeky. Comics, TV, movies, books, you name it.
6: Well, are you going to tell them that you can find the show at
4: www.supermatescomic.blogspot.com? Well, I think you kind of already did. And that new shows will be posted bi-weekly, every two weeks? I was, but you just kind of did that too. Well, see, now you can go take out the trash. Great. So join us, Cindy. And Chris. Franklin for the Supermates
2: of the Husband and Wife Geek Cast at supermatescomic.blogspot.com. All right, we're back with our main event for this episode, and that is the World War Hulk version of the Incredible Hulk versus the Monster as in non thinking Doomsday. So why don't we get the rundown on these two fighters?
3: I will get to Doomsday. Uh, And when I was doing my research for this, I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff with Doomsday that really makes him sound way less interesting than when he killed Superman.
1: (laughs) Again,
0: it's a DC comic, and Batman, excuse me, I'm on a Batman kick. Superman is even more boring than Batman, and of course, the character that would kill Superman probably have to be super boring to be able to defeat him.
3: Well, (laughs) let's find out how boring he is. So, Doomsday, from my research past, you know, Death of Superman, is the product of a cloning experiment wherein the goal is to create a life form able to adapt and reconstitute from nearly everything. As such, each time Doomsday would die and be resurrected or reform himself, he would only be more formidable. He uh, lacks internal organs at the the point that uh, we find them in Superman and... He's basically a solid walking, unthinking mass of destruction. Oh, he, so he's my wife? Okay.
1: <laughs>
3: wow. Oh man, he needs uh, no sleep, no air, and no food, and uh, he has also withstood the full power of Darkseid's Omega beams. But that's you know after you know the monster version. Basically, uh, he has got ridiculous strength, ridiculous speed, ridiculous endurance, ridiculous agility. He's nigh invulnerable. He has reactive adaptation, which is the ability to develop a resistance to whatever he was injured or exposed to. He has evolutionary camouflage. I don't know what the fuck that means. I couldn't find anything on it. He has withstood the assembled might of the Justice League. And, of course, more importantly, the monster version killed Superman without the use of kryptonite uh anything else after the stuff with him killing Superman is just makes him sound less interesting uh so that's all i'm going to say about the monster version of doomsday
1: good
0: choice all right so we want to talk about the world war hulk version of the incredible hulk next all right so a little bit of backstory we all know about the incredible hulk big green sometimes gray gets mad gets stronger well several years ago the illuminati which is a group of superheroes, uh, superhero leaders. So this is Professor X, Black Bolt, Iron Man. Who else was part of the Illuminati? Does anyone else remember? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. They decide to take an advantage of a situation and send Bruce Banner, the incredible Hulk to another planet where he'd be able to live out his life, but never be able to harm anybody again, because the Hulk obviously wreaks a lot of uh, damage here on earth. 616 with that damage. Of course, there's people that get caught in a crossfire. The incredible Hulk is not necessarily a bad guy. He's not necessarily a good guy. He simply is. However, as often happens, that plan had a little bit of a sidetrack. He ended up landing on another planet that was had multiple cultures on it, and it was more of a um, gla- gladiator-type war world. On this planet, because of what happened to him, a new personality in the Hulk arose. This personality is named the Green Scar. So the Hulk of World War Hulk is a cunning and more powerful version than the previous incarnation's. It's a personality merger of the savage green Hulk, the one that we all know and love, and the gray Hulk, i.e., Mr. Fixit. Those persona have merged to create a new persona. This Hulk persona displayed the cunning intellect of the gray Hulk and the raw power of the savage Hulk. With his rage at its most focused, this incarnation has a extremely highly dur- durability, shrugging off attacks that have hurt his other incarnations in the past. He has training in combat arms, including broadsword, spears, and battle shields, and is capable of leading, uh, capable of being a leader and a strategist. Another source of the Green Scar's strength is, uh, in comparison to the other versions, was his lack of inner conflict, if not alliance, with Bruce Banner. There were several instances where the Hulk and Banner worked together strategically. So this has the base level Hulk strength dramatically increased, plus he still has the rage feature, Plus, he has the regeneration feature, and he has shown to be resistant to Professor X's psionic effects. He has been able to live and, um, and exist in deep space. He has taken on a full brunt blast from Black Bolt, the leader of the Inhumans, and he also was able to defeat... Doctor Strange, when he merged him, Doctor Strange merged himself with a demon entity known as Zom to defeat the Incredible Hulk in this new form. So we're talking about the ultimate version of the Incredible Hulk. We're talking about all the benefits of the Green Hulk that can grow in strength with rage, plus the cunningness and the intelligence of the Grey Hulk multiplied together. Uh, I think this is going to give Doomsday a run for his money. However, I don't know necessarily which side I come down on, so let's start with Gene. Gene, what do you think in this matchup?
2: Well, let me start with Zeb, real quick, because he makes some good points. Okay, the Hulk, in this case, is smarter and highly skilled, and the Doomsday that we're talking about killed the John Byrne post-crisis Superman, not the Silver Age, I can push the planet out of the way by doing a handstand Superman. So, Doomsday died from the weaker Superman. Also, Wonder Woman used her fighting techniques to put down a Doomsday. It wasn't necessarily the same one, but it's still the monster version. So when Amazon did it, and the glad- that means the Gladiator Hulk, who has the same kind of combat training, but a hell of a lot more power could easily do it. Now, the Hulk may get knocked about because they are on a a fairly even power level as far as strength is concerned, but as you just said, the matter Hulk gets the stronger Hulk gets. So, Zeb, and I happen to agree with him, gives it to the Hulk. Because, mainly because Doomsday, yes, he's an unstoppable engine of destruction, but so's the Hulk. And this is a smart Hulk. And we all know what a smart Hulk can do. It can, he can hold up a mountain.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting
4: point. Who wants to go next? Now, in the Hunter Prey miniseries, the way they God, I sound like the comic geek, well, you know, anyway, the way that they originally got rid of Doomsday, not until they screwed him up later on, was that basically, what is it? I think Wave Rider took him to the end of time and they left him there because there was no way they were going to be able to defeat him because he kept coming back from everything that Superman was throwing at him because they they had the. Uh, punked up superman and he had like a 90s outfit on with guns and everything and and everything he was trying wasn't working so they dumped his ass at the end of time and that's how they got her basically they just went uh mcguffin put him in the corner ah yeah that's how we beat him so nobody
0: puts baby in the corner
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: exactly
2: so, Doomsday will now be played by Jennifer Gray.
4: That would be amazing. <laughs> and then he would get his face changed and we wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> oh, no. Doomsday had a nose job. What happened?
6: He got way less cute. <laughs> Where's
4: Doomsday? I don't see him. Yeah, he still has all the spikes and the gray skin, but yeah. <laughs> I don't see Doomsday. <laughs> still kinda hot. Oh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, okay, on the other hand, you have World War Hulk, who it gets, the matter. he gets, the stronger he gets. I don't want to say it's a draw, but I don't know, at, at what point would it end, because is just going to keep reconstituting himself, coming back from what the Hulk's throwing at him. It It could just go on and on. I, I don't know, unless the Hulk just completely pulverizes the shit out of him and then disperses all his molecules i, I don't know throw him into the sun superman style is the only thing i i could think that he would oh. be, finally be able to do oh i have a way he can beat him
0: <laughs> all right oh, okay. but before you do before you do um let's redefine fight club for a moment it's a one fall match so if you beat him oh you beat him so it's not best two out of three
3: all right Well, along with what everybody else has been saying about how the Hulk does get stronger, the angrier he gets, and this one being smart, I think that this version of the Hulk would realize that, okay, this guy is pretty damn tough. If I can just get in there, break a couple of those bony growths on him like Superman did, if I can get him on his knees, this is is not going to be a blowjob joke. uh,
0: (laughs) He doesn't have a snork thing. (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh, unfortunately, if I can just get get him to the point where I can just try to weaken him, I'm gonna eat him. I'm gonna eat Doomsday.
0: Like like uh the incredible Hulk did to Wolverine in the uh uh what the fuck is that, that old man Logan? Old Man, old old man Logan, yeah, Logan, yeah, yeah but go.
4: Logan came out of him. Uh-huh. So which yeah, you, but yeah, I... so, so you just invalidated your whole argument. Oh, no,
3: no, 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 no. No, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wolverine skeleton Wolverine skeleton is adamantium. Nothing no no. Yeah, Wolverine
4: stomach. came out of the Hulk's stomach. But did that...
3: he get digested? He cut himself out, didn't he? He was I'm in there for a while, about, and then he I'm came out. I'm talking about the Hulk taking giant chomps out of Doomsday and just just grinding him into paste inside of his mouth, and then swallowing him. Yeah. And then later on, he's not going to sit there and
4: allow him to to munch on him like Hannibal Lecter. I'm not
3: saying it's going to be easy.
4: <laughs> Hello, Doomsday.
3: (laughs) I'm saying it's going to be tough, but that's how he's going to win.
5: That's awesome. That's awesome. You're saying that, uh, uh, Bill, I think you're saying that Doomsday isn't going to let him do that? But the, the the strength of the Hulk, I mean... I Unless
4: he's completely knocked unconscious. Well, I mean, okay, I'll give you that.
5: He, okay, hang on a second. This, this is a Hulk that's stronger than the Bruce Banner Green Hulk that we saw in Secret Wars. And that Hulk was able to lift 150 billion tons on his shoulders. I think that you can hold this monster down with one hand. And bite him. Eat him. him. <laughs> Just keep biting him. Yeah.
3: He's going to say, bend over to doomsday, bite the
1: pillow. This is how... <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so we have one draw, two for Hulk. Is that what I'm hearing?
5: Oh, I'm absolutely going Hulk, yeah. Uh,
0: so that's three for Hulk. Wow. So we got three. Now, do you have anything you want to add to that, or you're just saying, hey, every, the Sean, everything that uh, the other guys have said?
5: No, no. I mean, and, I, I, I love the eating aspect of it, um, but, uh, but as, far, as far as, like, being able to do it, he shouldn't have any problem keeping Tuesday at bay if we're talking about a Hulk that's stronger than... Green Hulk, which was able to lift 150 billion tons. Right. Yeah, I get that.
4: If you're defining it as one fall, then I go with the Hulk.
0: All right, so I'm going to jump in here, and I want the Hulk to win, all right, but it's not a popularity contest, and we're saying the Monster Doomsday, so... The 150 billion tons being able to lift thing, well, we saw that the Monster Doomsday was as strong as Superman. And because of the poor writing in the DC Universe where Superman is the strongest out of everybody, I'm sure that Superman could also lift that same amount. So we're going to have to say that the transitive properties doomsday is equally as strong we're also going to have to say that the monster doomsday was bludgeoned to death by superman so by that bullshit power he's got what's it called again gene where you you can't defeat him twice the same way
3: reactive adaptation
0: yeah that reactive yes. adaptation which is a horseshit power
3: <laughs>
2: you he's know why been... you know why that was invented why they said
0: wow doomsday really cool he sold a lot of books. Yeah, you gotta bring right. him back. Yeah, fucking, fucking DC. So if he's already been bludgeoned to death once, you can't bludgeon him to death again. And as much of a tactician as this version of the Hulk is, at the end of the day, he can't fly him into space and throw him into the sun. The only thing he can do is try to beat the shit out of him.
4: And, and eat him. And, and,
0: <laughs> and eat, eat him, yeah. I suppose if he was able to eat him, there's a chance that he might win. But I got to say that I think it'd be very hard. Like, I just don't think his jaw muscles are strong enough to chew through that that flesh that Doomsday has. So I'm going to, as much as it pains me to say this, and it's purely because of the the poor writing style and the poorly defined power sets in the DC Universe that the monster Doomsday wins. So... I know that my vote doesn't matter because we've got three to Hulk, one to draw, but I'm right. going to have to say one to Doomsday. And I don't like saying it, but... Well,
3: let us you were just talking about his jaw not being able to do it. On a yeah. human being, the yeah. strongest muscle per square inch is your tongue and your jaw. Now magnify that to Hulk levels. Yeah, you can eat whatever you want. It's going down. <laughs> Hulk's jaw is the strongest
2: he... one there is.
3: Hulk, that,
4: Hulk's jaw is the no, strongest one there is. But I guess, uh, I mean, to kind of defend uh, Jif, he's probably already been eaten before in the like the thousands <laughs> of times. Died. No, no static. one's ever been able to eat him. Not, no, not... no. Uh, Maybe maybe he was yep. back and he, read that miniseries. He was he, killed he, thousands of times on that planet.
2: Okay. By, but by feral beasts. So I'm yes. by, by feral beasts, which means yeah.
0: what are they going to do? They, they're they, going to they, eat. They're going to eat him. So yeah. So I think I absolutely win. I, I think I win. Now, does this mean that you're moving your vote from a draw to doomsday winning? It doesn't matter. It's still three to two. But yeah. I, well, I mean, I I'm. Uh,
4: he was never eaten by a Hulk. eaten by a giraffe no giraffe can defeat old Ford eaten by wolves he was delicious I am impervious to giraffes and chipmunks
0: this is what I do on a Friday night I talk about the Incredible Hulk eating doomsday (laughs) this is what we fucking do
3: that would be your Uranus joke
0: (laughs) we have to have one Uranus joke I got a doomsday coming out. Stand back. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to fling it at you, John Constantine. (laughs) Escape your way out of this. All right, so we're saying three for World War Hulk. Did you come over to my side, two for doomsday?
4: I'll come over to doomsday.
0: All right, two for doomsday. So it still doesn't fucking matter. We lose. Uh, But narrowly, World War Hulk version of the Hulk. Wins over the monster Doomsday. That would be one hell of a fight. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it really would. I would love to see that in like a populated area, like Metropolis, and just see Jimmy Olsen get slapped around. Hey, there's,
3: a, there's a panel in JLA Avengers where they show Thor standing over Doomsday. So if Thor can beat Doomsday, World War Hulk's beat Doomsday.
5: So, so, I, I, here, here's something else too. I, I, I did think about. It before. Superman was able to break off. Like break some of those protruding bones of, uh, of Doomsday's, right?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah.
3: And
5: again, going back to the strength of the Green Hulk from Secret Wars and this Hulk being stronger than that Hulk, this Hulk should be able to just rip Doomsday in half. Well, it should have,
0: but that reactive reanimation power, whatever the fuck it's called, the definition of that power is you can't
5: do the same thing twice. Well, he, Yeah, but he he wasn't ripped in half before. To like bones were broken off. I'm I'm saying, like, the whole kid, like, grab him by the shoulders and literally tear him in half at the spa.
0: I I get that. I get that. I'm just saying that Doomsday should be as strong as Superman, and we all know that Superman can do anything that anybody else can in the DC universe. But only better. So uh, it's very hard to have a character more strong – stronger, excuse me – than Superman. So I just don't think – I just don't think he can do it. But, you know, you guys still won. You guys, I mean, listen, we don't, we've already called it. It's in the record books. You
3: know, we don't to... want to win. We want to humiliate
6: you. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, <laughs> it's not enough to win.
5: You have it's to make the other person realize they were wrong to oppose you in the first place. Yes. I just want you to. I want to. I want to convince you and have you see that. Yes, this is possible. You will
4: bow down before Sean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I believe you and your ass. (laughs) I believe believe that it's possible, and that's why World War Hulk Hulk wins over the Monster Doomsday. So, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll announce next podcast bouts, and um, maybe we'll do a, a. MFK.
3: Yay! Yay! Hooray! And I can piss again. Woohoo! Hey,
2: Michael! Hey, Don! We need to record another new trailer. Another one? Yes. You know that we
4: read comics and then talk about comics because, as we've established, talking about comics you've not read is just dumb.
1: Yeah, and you make me do
4: it every Thursday.
1: Well, we've moved. Have we?
4: Yes, we have outgrown our old location. I don't feel like I've moved. And we have now moved to
2: 2TrueFreaks.com. What was that again? 2TrueFreaks.com. Hey Kids Comics, still every Thursday at 2TrueFreaks.com.
1: You didn't know, your ass better call somebody.
2: Welcome back. And Jeff is going to give us the lowdown on the matches we will have in our next episode. Well,
0: next episode is going to be our tag team spectacular. So this is going to be all group battles. Now normally we stay away from that here on Comic Book Fight Club, but for a change of pace we're going to do this. So, undercards. Undercard is G.I. Joe versus the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Our second undercard are going to be the Xenomorphs, which as you know are the aliens from the Alien franchise movies, versus Vader's Fist, the Imperial Fighting 501st Squadron. And of course our main bout will be Task Force X, also known as the Suicide Squad, versus the A-Team. Preliminary thoughts, guys.
5: Awesome. Uh, that Aliens uh, versus the 501st, that's going to be awesome.
1: Why are you
2: in charge? I may have to recuse myself from that Aliens versus the 501st being a uh, reserve member of said organization.
3: <laughs> I want to
4: be a reserve xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> now, are we talking the Agents of Shield? TV show or are we talking Shield? Shield, like comics. Comics Shield. Shield, alright, as the organ. Alright, okay.
2: As in Nick Fury, agent of.
5: Okay, gotcha. I was writing them down and I missed the last one. Task Force 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 X.
0: X. AKA the Suicide Squad versus the A Team.
5: A Team? Awesome.
0: Yeah. Now we're going to define exactly which members of Task Force X are going to. We'll probably do Captain Boomerang, Uh, we'll probably do um, Flag Plastique, Deadshot. And Deadshot. I think uh, that makes the most sense. All right, that makes sense to me.
5: Dude, wait, wasn't Amanda Waller a, a founding
2: member? Well, she's the she's the one that gives them their assignments. Yeah, she, she's
4: she's not go out. out she okay. just sit. Should just sit on you.
1: <laughs>
4: That's fucking hot, by the way. <laughs> oh god. And <laughs> Jemima pancakes
0: <laughs> whoa okay well speaking of things that are hot i think we have a write-in for an M- uh, marry fuck kill now, yes before we, do. we go into marry fuck kill let <laughs> me be very clear on this the rules are out of the three individuals you have to choose to marry one you have to choose to fuck one you have to choose to kill the third one listeners i want to make it very very clear we do not hear these ahead of time This is very raw footage or raw audio. The reactions are not staged. We hear this on the spot. And then we come up with our answers.
3: Unfortunately. <laughs>
2: okay, so here it is. This is from Zeb Oswald. If you would like to suggest a merry fuck kill, please send it to quantum.bands at yahoo.com. So, Zeb writes in Big Bertha from the Great Lakes Avengers.
3: Oh, Jesus.
2: The Borg Queen. Ooh. And Spider Gwen. Ooh. Who wants to go first?
3: Oh, I will, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Gwen, fucking stupid. She dies. <laughs> Big Bertha from the Great Lakes of Avengers. Uh, I'd marry her. I'd do it. I'd marry her. And uh, the Borg Queen, assimilate me, baby. Assimilate me.
0: <laughs>
3: I got no problem with that.
0: You know what? I gotta eat a little bit of crow. What is the problem with Spider Gwen? It's a
3: fucking stupid idea.
0: Oh well, yeah, it's a stupid idea. But I mean, we've got
3: she's still hot.
0: Yeah, yeah she is. let see but... what the problem is. <sighs>
3: I just I, I I'm a big Spider-Man, Mac. I I don't I don't like the way the character's gone in the last ten years or so. So that's just my bias coming out.
5: I miss you, real Spider-Man. All right, who's next? <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I I would uh, kill Big Bertha. Definitely fuck the Lord Queen because that would just be so much fun. And then marry Spider Gwen because I will really have a problem with her. Yeah, I gotta agree
0: with that. There's nothing I would change that answer. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Gene, you're next.
5: Uh
2: okay. I am going to have to go with kill the borg queen just because i'm such a huge star trek guy that so all am i, must that's, why die. I fu-
3: that's why i want to fuck her
2: <laughs> seriously <laughs> fuck spider gwen and marry big bertha because if you remember big bertha alters her shape she isn't always a fat girl yeah, so
3: no. she can am- be
0: whatever you want mm. what do you got against fat girls
3: i don't the only that's thing i have against fat girls is my dick <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So did everyone go? Uh, no, no, Bill.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Ah. Well, I've kind of had enough of fat chicks. So
1: <laughs> uh, enough of
4: you too. Yeah. A long history. Oh, sweet. Oh, hi, honey. Oh, gotta go, guys. Wow. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. I don't really know anything about Spider Gwen. I haven't read anything. I mean, I, it's just Gwen Stacy brought back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Except never... what? So, so she's Gwen Stacy with spider powers. Bada bing, bada boom. You could
3: now
6: just
3: say what you just said again. Gwen, Gwen Stacy was...
6: with. How is somebody powers? in
3: the Marvel office not going? That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard.
5: She's stupid, but she's still hot. Yeah. I'm looking at <sighs> the hotness. I don't. You care gotta have principles, man. We could fuck from the ceiling.
4: <laughs>
5: you're
3: gonna land on the floor and go right through it
5: i mean dazzler's gotta be one of the stupidest characters ever invented but she's still hot
0: yeah yeah um, i can't
5: argue with that <laughs> all right
0: well that was an okay one uh i want to do one more okay uh, let's do okay okay go ahead do you want to do edna krabappel miss huh. hoover helen lovejoy oh that's a good one <laughs> I
5: thought
3: so. I thought so. I <laughs> masturbated.
5: I mean, I thought it was a really good one
1: when I was thinking about it. Oh, man. <laughs> I,
5: I, I want to I go. Go. <laughs> go for it. Uh, I want to fuck Lovejoy because she's got to be so repressed. I and, and, <laughs> uh, bet yeah, it's all coming out. <laughs> it's all going in. Won't somebody please think of the children? <laughs> <laughs> Marry Krabappel, just because she's so needy, she would take such good care of you. And then kill. I'm sorry, I I missed the first name. Miss Hoover. Miss Hoover. Miss Hoover? (laughs) Who's Miss Hoover? I'm
0: Lisa's teacher. My
5: dog's breath smells like
3: dog food. (laughs) The the teacher of the uh, second grade. Yeah, she's Lisa's teacher. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and
3: the glasses. Uh, (laughs) All right, well, I guess I'll pipe up and say I think Krabappel would probably be pretty good in the sack.
0: She is the town bicycle.
3: Uh, yeah, well, you know, sign me up for a, a you know a rental on that bike. Uh, I would kill Miss Hoover because who gives a shit about her? And I would marry Mrs. Lovejoy because she just seems like a very sweet woman that I get the fuck.
2: Okay, I'm sorry, but Hoover's got to die. She's just too damn annoying.
3: So,
2: <laughs> I'd ha- I'd have to go with marrying Ms- Mrs. Lovejoy just because she knows how to deal with, with being married. She can obviously stay with a, a complete and utter idiot, so I wouldn't be too bad.
1: <laughs> You're such a romantic.
2: And- yes, I am. And then, yeah, fuck Gravaple. Because she-, she has the experience. Oh, yeah. Bill?
1: Mm, mm.
4: Yeah, I think I'm... Uh... I think I'm sticking with uh, I'm sticking with fucking Edna. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Edna. Fucking, fucking Edna. K- killing Hoover and marrying a little Lovejoy because the name like Lovejoy it's gotta be good.
5: <laughs> I think I heard that on a commercial once.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. That's your no, outro right there. No, no, well, I didn't get well, to go yet.
3: Oh, well, shit.
0: Uh, I would fuck Edna Krabappel, I'd kill Helen Lovejoy, and I would marry Miss Hoover. I don't have any strong reasons for that. It's just, I can't stand Helen Lovejoy. She annoys the shit out of me. Mm-mm. And Nick Frabopple, like you said, be fun in the sack. And Miss Hoover, I don't know. I like short hair. <laughs> it's All as right. simple as that. That works, okay.
3: It's as good a reason as any.
0: <laughs> Do we have time for one more... Yes, one more. Go ahead. Okay. And we'll fucking drop you from the third episode if you make another <laughs> Katie
5: Powers reference. With the
2: Brace Goth- yourself, people. Sticking now with- he's going to bring in her brother.
5: Sticking with the Gotham theme and next week's talk of uh, Task Force X.
1: Oh,
5: boy. How you fucking kill is Amanda Waller, Barbara Gordon, post killing joke.
4: hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. She can't get away. Oh,
5: sorry. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and. Dark Knight Returns era, Carrie Kelly.
1: Ooh, boy.
5: If you don't know who Carrie Kelly hey, is... Dark, 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 Dark Knight Returns? Yes. Yes,
4: that's what he said. Uh, you fucking cock, Saka. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the little kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> Again with the kids, you guys.
5: <laughs> Carrie he was the 13-year-old Robin.
6: <sighs> <in>
1: <sighs>
0: Returns. Oh, All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You... <laughs> Guess who's getting rotated out?
5: See, <laughs> so you, so you, you have another child. You have a uh, paraplegic, and you have a large, fat, black woman. Nope. <laughs> nope. M- Mary, fuck, kill,
0: granny, goodness, Amanda Waller, Adam Levine.
3: <laughs> I, I would fuck Adam Levine,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just for the story. Oh
4: yeah, I want to be on the voice. Come on. <sighs>
0: I bet you could make him sing. Oh yeah. Oh. So Granny Goodness, Amanda Waller, Adam Levine. <laughs> uh,
3: all right, you kill Granny Goodness cuz she's a horrible, horrible f- fucking snatch of a person.
4: <laughs> why? Why you wouldn't want to hear Ed Ed, Ed, Ed
2: asks has-
3: that
4: <laughs> dude loves you.
3: All right,
2: all right, what's wrong with you? Come on.
3: <laughs> that might be the greatest casting of all time for a cartoon voice.
2: Oh yeah. You fuck like a woman.
3: Uh, <laughs> 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 who else we have to amanda waller and
2: adam levine
3: oh yeah fucking adam levine so i guess i'm marrying the wall which is fine you know i get a nice government job out of it some way <laughs>
2: get get government health benefits pension hell yeah <laughs> all
0: right gene what do you think
2: uh crap yeah i I'd, I'd have to go the exact same way that that chris just did boom uh, yeah amanda waller she's been married before she wants to be the breadwinner, be... Ins- fine, no problem, I'll be a house husband. Absolutely. And, Granny Goodness, I just... I can't take the voice, I'm sorry.
5: Where did Granny Goodness come from? You just completely disregarded what I said? Yes, yes you yeah. did. <laughs> yes! You can <laughs> only go
3: that well one time. you are about- young, so it's a shallow well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you blew your load in it, what the about- first episode. Yes. Yeah, <laughs>
4: Yes, yes, we do. Bill? I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> oh, and it'll snap.
0: <laughs> walka, walka, waka.
4: I'm going to kill Amanda Waller. Why? And I'm going to fuck Adam Levine. you going to marry Granny Goodness? And I'm, I'm going to marry Granny Goodness and live an apocalypse. Your, your reasoning? Because yeah. maybe someday I'll become dark Side. You'd be lucky to get G. Glorious Godfrey. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll become a parademon, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord oh, wow <laughs> oh, that is too funny okay well I let's see I would kill granny goodness because I just just couldn't do it just couldn't do it. I'd fuck Amanda Waller and I'd marry Adam Levine because money <laughs> money and he's he's a he's a pretty pretty man he's just a, he's just a pretty man <laughs> he's very pretty so has this podcast died? No. I think so no it hasn't died
3: we're all too busy thinking about Adam Levine
2: As, as not died he's been put to sleep as Mace Windu once said this podcast is over <laughs> <laughs> any questions or comments or whatever
4: just hate mail yeah.
2: <laughs> most likely hate mail Yeah, send it to quantum.bands at yahoo.com and we will see you next time everyone and we're gone
5: probably Barbara Gordon <laughs> <laughs>
4: We went out like Barbara Gordon, naked and shot?
5: Yeah, rolling out like Barbara Gordon.
4: Oh. Rolling out like Barbara Gordon. Oh, shit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. Part of the Two
2: True Freaks Internet Radio Network.